Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of a quick smoke and a quick walk with Guapo here. And man, lots of things happen. They're very, it's all still swirling around. But um, one of the things that I realized today is that as I'm learning about Myers-Briggs and, and really, you know, when you do that, you earn, you learn about yourself, the cognitive functions, what internal or introverted versus extroverted thinking means to really understand that, to really understand what introverted sensing or extroverted sensing or extroverted feeling. Imagine that like feelings, but they're outside of you. They're from the outside or they're facing outward rather than inward. When I think about feelings, I always think about them as just being inside a person. But there are people very much that you know pick up the room, uh, and that's extroverted feeling. It's like, what is everybody else feeling? Then they feel that, like the average of of everybody else's feelings. Yeah, people like that should avoid if they want to be healthy and productive. And if they want to be happy, they should be around happy people. If you're around anxious, scared, tense people, you will be anxious, scared, and tense. Hmm. That has some applications in my personal life. Um, so I was thinking about that. And then once I understood all of that, then I started thinking about how my dog... Actually, my friend Cheris said that she did personality typing on her dogs. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, yeah, you would be able to see that. Like, you would be able to see, does this dog really <clears throat> want to please its owner? Or does it really want to accomplish something? Um, or is it trying to figure things out? Does it like to kind of do puzzles? Or does the dog even kind of daydream? I had a dog like that once where it would just be like gazing off into the trees. And you could tell that he was thinking, but he wasn't thinking about anything in the tree. He was just thinking. Uh, I do that a lot. Huh. So you sort of see that and then you realize that it creates you know, personalities to, to use the term. Then I started to realize, well, if that happens for people, and it happens for dogs, then the Graves model probably also works for people and dogs. And also, oh, and that's what happened, was I started analyzing my dog on Graves. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that he's he's between one and two. Like, he's got all these anxieties. And then when the king comes in, like, if we give him too much attention when we first come in the house, he squats down and pees, because that's his way of sort of showing... That he's being submissive. Um, which seems very much like a Graves 1 or 2 kind of thing under a king. So I started sort of thinking about that. And then I realized I'm listening to Alan Watts. <clears throat> what is this video? It's really good. There's a, there's a spot in this video. It's at about... It's right around 30 minutes and 33 seconds. It's called Alan Watts, The Mystery Teachings of Jesus Christ Remastered. 
um, there's this point where he says something about, you know, when Jesus claimed to be divine, how he sort of elevated himself. And then also that the people did that, that they, and I don't know, he says something like he sent them upstairs. And then you hear just this guy in the background go, oh, wow. <laughs> and when I hear that, I get so freaking happy because I'm like, that's it. That's the feeling. That's the feeling that I get. It happens to me fairly often. Where I'm just so like this light goes on and you're like, what? Oh, that makes so much make sense that makes that makes so many connections in my brain where i couldn't tell i knew they were connected somehow but i didn't know how that and they combine and i see them all joined together um, and you're just like oh yeah it's like it's an epiphany right i mean that's the feeling so um i was thinking about that and then i was thinking how societies have personalities as well um, like, for example, the stereotype of Germany, kind of harsh, unfeeling, uh, you know, very much thinking that would be, that would be probably T.E., right? It's like what, it's that, that conformity thing is sort of T.E. And then, it, so a judging function. Sorry, I'm really crappy at Myers-Briggs, and I'm sure this doesn't make any sense to any of you guys, but I was just trying to think about it. Um, so... Um, you know, the stereotypical German, you know, very orderly, very stern, uh, externally motivated, um, you know, has a, a thought about the world working by sort of external standards that you just do them because that's just what you do. Um, and it's based on thinking, not feelings. You know, it's a knowledge of the rules. And that's sort of their primary function. So that would be, um, yeah, that would be, uh, I think, TE, extroverted thinking up in the front seat. Um, so anyway, sorry, uh, I just got distracted there. Um, so anyway, started thinking about that, you know, how like, yeah, countries, you know, the stereotype, um, uh, like if you watch old Warner Brothers cartoons, you know, and you see like the, uh, this, I, um, this is, so this is a stereotype. Okay. So this is the invisible stereotyping that goes on. You'll see like, you know, a person with a sombrero sleeping and it's like, first thing that comes to your mind is sort of Mexico, right? Uh, on those, um, Sunday morning cartoons when, like when I was a kid, I'm 50 now, I was like in the sixties and seventies, the Looney Tunes and stuff. I think of Snoopy's... Snoopy had a cousin named Spike. There was this, like, skinny sombrero-wearing or cowboy hat kind of wearing little, like, mellow person. Mellow caricature. And that's all that kind of, you know, the lackadaisical, kind of relaxed stereotype of like the almost like a beach bum but but a little different a little less happy and just laid back anyway I'm always worried about um talking about those kind of caricatures because I don't understand 
where the line is between like racism and just sort of using caricatures and recognizing them. But uh, if you think about religion, you know, like all of us can think of like a charismatic church, if you know what that is, like the Holy Rollers, like in, um, uh, what's it called? Like in um, uh, Blues Brothers, where they're like doing flips down the front, you know, down the aisle and hands waving up in the air and shouting out and stuff. That's very F.E. version of religion, F extroverted feeling. It's kind of like, yeah, we're going to... And uh, probably also S.E. Yeah, it's S.E. It's probably S.E.T.I. Or... I'm sorry, not, not T.I. S.E.F.E. Or F.I. Or F.E. As I, I see how they work now. I see how the sensing and judging have to be extroverted or introverted, and one causes the other. Wow, this is making no sense to you guys, is it? So anyway, started thinking about that. Realized that churches, countries, um, groups of any sort all have, just like in the Graves model, it can be individual or community or even global kind of location I think that you can have certainly for countries they can they can have a personality flavor a personality profile that's sort of the stereotype I don't think that those things are bad um, because that that is the culture's personality the problem that most people make what racist person does is it says well that's the culture has that personality therefore everybody in that culture is that, and that's not so. Um, if so, there would be no, uh, there would be no, um, you know, rules followers. Like really the Republican party is sort of not the American stereotype. They're very much rules followers, but America is about freedom. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm learning more about ENTP. No, it's a J. It's definitely in the U.S. Probably ENTJ maybe would be the U.S. Well, I don't know this. Again, don't know this Myers-Briggs well. But anyway, you kind of get the caricature thing. Uh, keep that in mind. Very difficult to see. You know, part of your personality is very difficult to see because of your preference. There's also something that triggers you all the time. Pay attention to that. That means something. And uh, yeah. Oh, I had a really good thought. Oh, I tweeted it. Let me check that really quick. This is probably on a whole different tangent, but you can see where I started less than an hour ago. Where I started on this. On this uh, kind of way of going. Oh, here it goes. Uh, oh. So religion is not the beginning of the quest for scientific truths. It is the beginning of the quest for psychological truths. And yeah, and then I started thinking about like the Bible and literalists and, you know, seven day creation people. They're trying to take it as true when it comes to science and everything else. That's just not what the Bible talks about. I think Alan Watts helped me see that in today's, in the video I referenced earlier, um, as well as a lot of his other stuff. But yeah... 
the Bible is true, but it's not the kind that's provable, just like you can't prove you love somebody. That's, those are the kind of truths that religion and psychology and philosophy and all that stuff always talks about. It's not the hard sciences. It's not measurable. And so, yeah, um, that's where a lot of the disconnect is. The, also, the problem, the disconnect is that a lot of the church is filled with people who are looking for authorities that are solid, that, um, you know, it's kind of like submission and you stay in your place. That's just simply not what Jesus was about. Uh, very clearly, if you read it in John. The Synoptic Gospels are really just, here's what Jesus' body did. But then John is what, here's what Jesus was thinking about. And the other thing that came to my mind is that there's three Gospels that are, here's where Jesus' body moved around and he did this miracle and whatever. And, but really none of that matters when we, quote, witness to people. Uh, when we talk about Jesus to people, then uh, normally it is the John kind of verses. Uh, John 3.16 is a perfect example. But John is very mystical, uh, a very mystical gospel where the others are sort of just lined up. Jesus was here, he went there, he did that. So very interesting. I think I also have to shout out to objective personality because they, oh no, it was some kid who was doing um, the Beatles and personality types. And he did John, um, John Lennon versus Paul McCartney. And really good job. It's just looking at their their stuff yeah that's a great video find that one um anyway yeah that's it uh you can email me or contact me somehow i'll figure it out if you really want to know that video but the beatles and personality types and personality functions kind of a um, college looking kid with sort of shoulder length hair all right 